Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. It is the day before Thanksgiving here. And of course, I've got a special co-host right here. Yeah, that's right. This is my nephew, Bradley. I'm so thankful for him because he is amazing. Oh, he's taking my microphone. Fun fact about Bradley, we all freaked out the other day because my sister sent us a video of him throwing a ball with his left hand. And uh, believe it or not, he actually eats with his left hand too. So we're like, we're going to be millionaires. That's right. He's so cute. Oh my gosh. He's obviously rocking an Eagles hat right now. And this little toy that says my first sports bag. So cute. Uh, we're obviously a super sporty family. He's more of a hoops fan, though, right? You more of a hoops fan? Yeah. Yeah, he's also trying to, you know, really get into whatever he can. He's so, so curious. But, yeah, guys, let me know in the chat what you are thankful for, because obviously we are doing a live show right here before Thanksgiving. But Eric in the chat, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Bradley is drooling all over the place right now, too. He turned a year old yesterday. I know. Our little Scorpio King. That's my sister wiping the drool. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes, you tell him. All right, so Bradley's actually going to do the rest of the podcast. All right, Bradley, what can you tell us about the Colorado Rockies? And what are we going to do about our pitching depth next year? Yeah. There are no words. <laughs> You're having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> he like does this fake laugh. It's so great. He's a sad cusp. So I think he's going to be a great performer. Yes. Yes. All right. We should probably talk about a little bit of baseball. Um, uh, I think Heather, are you going to take him back? Yeah. You are dying to just get some runs out. Yes. Oh, Bradley, thank you. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, my mom. There's handlers for this. I think that's his first official media appearance. Yeah, that was his first official appearance uh, on a live show. So pretty exciting stuff. All right, guys, we are going to talk about some actual baseball stuff now that we've, you know, met future pitcher Bradley Friesman. We're going to get into a little Women in Sports Wednesday. The amazing Hannah Wing of the Texas Rangers is joining the show to tell us about all her rings. Um, Ichiro, Ichiro still got it. He, um, well, at least has it against high school athletes. <laughs> um, listen, there was a pitcher, a starting pitcher rather rumored to be linked to the Rockies, but he signed 
with another team. And of course, we've got our pulse on the rest of the NL West too. The Padres have a new manager. And listen, it is the first day of Sagittarius season. We have to shout out the Sagittarius birthdays coming up in the Rockies organization. Jake Bird, Austin Gomber. His birthday is actually tomorrow um, on Thanksgiving. The earliest Thanksgiving can be in any given year. Uh, Justin Lawrence, his birthday is on Saturday. Ryan McMahon has a December birthday. Zach Bean has a December birthday. So Sagittarius season is a big season for some of our favorite Colorado Rockies. Um, Listen, we are light on Rockies news today, but we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, we're going to talk about Max Scherzer and how he blames the pitch clock for a lot of the pitcher injuries or the increase in pitcher injuries rather that we've seen this past season. He said, quote, when you make the game go faster, your form just gets fatigued faster. Now, keep in mind, Max Scherzer was also the guy who was like, I am manipulating the pitch clock so it can work for me. Like he was like rushing batters, but he's such a pro. And he's also a little insane in a very good way, in a very competitive way. But, you know, I think he's got a point here, especially because we saw so many pitcher injuries in the Rockies organization this year. I mean, let's talk about, I mean, is it the elevation? Does the elevation somehow make that effect worse? Or is it a coincidence? I mean, there were four Rockies that had Tommy John, like the same week from the same surgeon, five Rockies had Tommy John, like all this season. So that's, that's a lot. That's alarming. Um, but we aren't the only team that saw a ridiculous amount of pitcher injuries, by the way. Um, I know the Dodgers did not quite have the, uh, rotation that they thought they were going to have. Um, Dodgers fans are very loud about it. We should be loud too. But the weird thing is, so we've, you know, maybe seen an increase in pitcher injuries. You know, we got to do, we got to look at the numbers really, but Rob Manfred actually wants to reduce the number of pitchers on a major league roster because he wants starters to go later into the game. He wants to encourage teams to have starters that can go later in the game. Meanwhile, we just changed the way major leaguers pitch. So it's like, are how many changes are too many in a short period of time? This feels like a lot. I know we're all used to the world moving fast, but baseball does not move fast. Baseball does not make a lot of big changes all the time. It's very rare. And I think that we might be doing a little too much. So I'm, I'm kind of with, I'm, I'm with him there. Uh, Will in the chat, Padres poverty franchise. No, no, we apologized for saying that because they they went all in because Peter Seidler, their late owner, was going all in because he knew or maybe had a feeling it was the end. I don't know. That's what that's what we've heard anecdotally. Uh, Eric, thoughts on the pitch clock? I'm in favor of it. I mean, I'm totally in favor of the pitch clock, but if it's destroying pitchers' arms, we got to really talk about it. We got to tweak it. But I think overall, like as a person watching the game, either like if I'm watching as a member of the press or if I'm watching as a spectator, the pitch clock is a huge win. And I know a lot of other people are a little frustrated with the pitch clock in terms of being a spectator because you get up to get one concession. You might miss a whole inning. I will say I missed an inning and a half once at a Rockies game this year because I went in the nacho line. I dared to go in the nacho line, like on the upper deck, by the way, not the one in one ten, like I always go to, but that took forever. It took me an inning and a half. It was too much. Um, uh, 
Eric wants to know what's a poverty franchise. A poverty franchise is a team that is broke no matter how much they try to not act like they're broke. That's a poverty franchise. Or maybe they just act broke <laughs> and they are broke. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will Carpenter added they tried to borrow $100 million to make payroll, but MLB only let them borrow $50 million. Yes. And this was that was late owner Peter Seidler's big last ride. That was it. That was it. So, yeah, guys, you caught the vibe. We are talking about the pitch clock. We are talking about the ramifications of making this big change when pitchers were trained their whole lives to just pitch a certain way. Pitchers who have been in the minor leagues these past couple of years, they are, you know, probably more used to the pitch clock. They've had the pitch clock for a lot longer in the minors. But at the same time, when you've got pitchers like Armand Marquez, Antonio Senzatella, who did not have the pitch clock like that in the minors, it, it's totally different. And, of course, we saw Armand Marquez, you know, he came into spring training, injured that elbow, went on the IL, and then came back off the IL, and then – needed Tommy John. Antonio Sensatella came off the IL after ACL surgery, came back to a an MLB world where there is a pitch clock. He too needed Tommy John. So all of these, the, that's two big pitchers of ours that we desperately needed. So uh, the fact that they all of a sudden need Tommy John, the first season of the pitch clock, it definitely makes you wonder. Uh, but then also, in the Rockies organization, three other top pitching prospects had to get Tommy John. This was, these were the guys who got Tommy John the same week as Antonio Santatella. So Gabriel Hughes, that big first round pick. So he was put on the IL on July 14th with a partial UCL tear. And then he ended up getting Tommy John, but he, he was moving up so fast. He was on track. He could have debuted in the 2024 season. He could have debuted in this coming season. And now you'd, you'd hope he makes a big comeback. I think he will. I would expect that he would. Uh, but then also Jackson Cox and Jordy Vargas, both of them were in low A Fresno with the Grizzlies. They, uh, yeah, they also needed Tommy John. So like they all got Tommy John. All four of them got Tommy John basically together um, from Texas Rangers head physician, Dr. Keith Meister. So he performed those four surgeries. Um, yeah, but Max Scherzer, is he a reliable source? Of course, Max Scherzer is not, he's not a doctor, not a medical physician, not, not a medical professional, not a physician. He is not qualified in the medical field, but he's been pitching for a long time. So, I mean, I think we should definitely take into account his anecdotal evidence because he's been in this game for a long time. He will definitely use the pitch clock to his advantage, he also got hurt this season. Um, or is he trying to avoid the fact, just trying to like dance around the fact that he is getting older. So maybe he's a little blinded by how he sees himself, his own personal experience. Listen, we're not doctors here, but there's also an argument. I don't know. There's an argument, I think, that the pitch clock could be affecting pitchers a little more. And I've heard this anecdotally from more than just Max Scherzer. But listen, this is something that we have to think about because we know more than anyone how desperately the Rockies need arms. And I know we were not the only club who suffered from this, this season, but speaking of Max Scherzer, we, 
<laughs> talk to another member of the Texas Rangers family, Hannah Wing. We will air this interview with her in just a second. But first, listen, if it's Thanksgiving and like your relative that hates you runs you over with their car, guess what? You might have to call Bacchus and Shanker because when Bacchus and Shanker Backus and Shanker is here to help when you get hurt. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. It is totally free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to talk to someone about your case. And you're not paying a dime until they win you money. And they've done it a lot to the tune of more than a billion dollars for their clients. And uh, they've got neighborhood offices all over Colorado, too. The bottom line, Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injuries where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. So give them a call at all two lows, two, 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 to find out if you have a case for free because Backus and Shanker wins. All right. And nothing says football season like the Broncos country pale elf from Breck brew. Honestly, nothing says holidays to me like Breck brew. Uh, they've got a beer for any occasion. There is no better way to watch a game. Um, then to kick back with a nice cold pint glass of Breck Broncos country pale ale is still the beer of the month at the DNVR bar. It is $6 for a big old pint of that. And that's a new recipe this season too, in case you haven't heard, but Breck has been making beer right here in Colorado for more than 33 years made with 100% renewable energy too, because they care about Colorado. And I love that. But check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Wherever you're traveling, I would bet good money that you're going to be able to find Breckenridge Brewery beer. All right. Um, we are going to hear from Hannah Wing. The hilarious thing about my interview with Hannah Wing is that I asked her, I was like, all right, you got to look up the John Gray befriending a squirrel story. And like, I told her that last time I talked to her, like last year. So I felt like an idiot. I will leave that there. Other than that, uh, guys, I will get to your comments after this. But first, let's um, chat with Hannah Wing on this little hashtag, Women in Sports Wednesday. Joining the pod now is Hannah Wing. She is the digital and in-game host for the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. And I see you rocking the new sweatshirt. Hannah, how are you enjoying your offseason? Hi, thank you so much for having me. You know what? The off season is a lot shorter than what we're used to. Usually October looks a little bit different for us, but would not trade it for the world. The past couple of weeks have been so much fun, but it's definitely nice to have some downtime, especially after all that travel. So much travel. And of course you had such a busy season yourself personally, because no one got more rings than Hannah Wing. You got married there in season go. two. What a whirlwind. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. I joked earlier on in the season. I said, I want to get two rings this year. And you know, you never know if you're going to get a world series title whenever you work in baseball or what that timeline looks like. And it just worked out so well for us. And I'm super excited to have a ring on both hands. I love that. Yes, congratulations. I do want to talk about the timeline in terms of the Rangers because one of the biggest stories, one of the coolest stories has been that this is a Rangers team that just won it all and just a couple of seasons ago had lost more than 100 games. So, I mean, take me through your perspective on the Rangers whirlwind. Yeah, it's been crazy. So, I mean, last season we lost 94 games. We had Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon come in for their first season. So, 
we knew things were going to get better, but there was obviously a lot on the pitching side we had to work through as well. And the offseason happened. We went out and got DeGrom. We got Scherzer at the trade deadline. And just all the pieces came together perfectly. And obviously, we had some injuries along the way, as many teams do. But the fact that we were able to turn things around so quickly has been so much fun to be a part of. It still just doesn't feel real. But I also think that in addition to the new players that we got throughout the deadline and in the offseason, I think that Bruce Bochy has a really big part of it as well. Oh my gosh, Bruce Bochy, a legend, another legend, at least like from our perspective, probably from your perspective now, I'm going to ask you about it. John Gray, our old friend, John yeah. Gray, the hero. I, I see him as the hero of the World Series because I don't know if the Rangers would have won it in five without what he did. Um, uh, how have you liked, you know, working alongside John Gray? He is so kind. He and his wife, Jacqueline, are just amazing people. I love that they have little Yorkies at home, which is so funny because on the mound, his walk-up song is like super scary screamo. And then, you know, you see him and you're like, wow, this guy's insane. And he's just so awesome to watch on the mound and contributed in such a big way in the World Series. But he and his wife are just the kindest people. I can always interview him. He never says no. He's so sweet. And I'm just really happy for the performance that he had in Arizona because it just shows the versatility of this pitching staff because obviously he was a starter throughout the season, got hurt, wasn't on a couple of the rosters, and then they brought him back during the ALCS in Houston. And so he had a dominant outing in Arizona, which was so fun to watch. We were all so fired up for him. And I'm just so happy for he and his wife and all the success that they've had this season. They are actually such sweethearts. Like I, uh, they're the nicest people. Um, uh, you need to, I don't know if you've seen this story. I'll give you a little, a little side project. Um, he and his wife have like a friendship with their neighborhood squirrels from when they yes, lived in Denver. And it's that. a whole thing. Yes. No, they're awesome. And his wife, Jacqueline put together, it was for a dog charity or a pet charity in the DFW area. And so they orchestrated a whole photo shoot with all the players and their dogs and made a little doggy calendar. And it was so cute. And I think they sold out or at least came close to selling out. And they brought their Yorkies to the ballpark one day and it was just adorable having them around. And yeah, they're just great people. And I love how much they love animals too. It's really sweet. And I love the squirrel story. It's so funny. Stop. I'm going to cry because I actually miss them. Um, damn it, Hannah. Um, uh, oh my gosh. What a season. Um, also, okay, you, speaking of Arizona, you guys just won all the road games, all of them. Crazy. Never, nothing like this has ever happened before in a postseason. What, how, what is the secret sauce that made this Rangers team so good on the road? It's so funny you say that because, well, first of all, the fact that all the teams we played spelled road consecutively. So Rays, Orioles, Astros, Dodgers, or sorry, Diamondbacks, all back to back. So it spelled out road perfectly. And that was just like fate, I feel like. And the fact that we won 11 straight on the road was crazy. And I asked a lot of the players about it, and I kind of got mixed answers. But Mitch Garver, our catcher slash DH this past season, said it might be the hot dogs. And so I guess they would eat a lot of hot dogs in the visiting clubhouses. And I guess we don't have them in Texas. And so he said it has something to maybe do with the hot dogs that they consume. I heard that they also postmated or Uber Eats um, hot dogs to Chase Field. In Arizona, I heard that as well, which is interesting. So it might be the hot dogs, but I also think, too, it was just a really special and close and tight-knit team overall. Um, I spoke with Travis Jankowski, our outfielder, a couple months ago about this, and he said, on the road, we'll have 26 guys show up to a non-mandatory team dinner. And so it just shows the closeness of this team, how well they all get along. And obviously that chemistry translates onto the field as well. 
But I think it's just a mix of maybe having less distractions away from their kids and families and just kind of being united on the road together and probably also the hot dogs too. The hot dogs. This is this could be game changing for players across the league. I thought it was really funny. I was like, what are the odds of that happening? So, yeah, I guess we ordered hot dogs and we played the Diamondbacks. I'm not sure about Baltimore, Tampa, and Houston, but I'm assuming that we had some hot dog power there, too. You never know. Fascinating. I always love what's going on, especially, like, on the road in the visiting clubhouse. Like, what the cuisine. Like, I know. Oh, oh my gosh. This is hilarious. I always ask our visiting clubbies. So, I'll finish up, like, one of my hits down during home games. In left fields, I'll walk through the tunnel, usually in the fifth or sixth inning. And by then, the clubbies on the visitor side are already setting up the postgame meal. So I always ask them what they're getting, like every single game without fail. I'm like, what is this team getting tonight? What are they getting tomorrow? The whole rundown of the menu, it's just crazy. And they're eating good over there, that's for sure. Yeah, you know what? They better be eating good. They deserve it. And uh, they fueled themselves all the way to a World Series championship. Did you have fun at the parade? It was so fun. You know, it just all happened so fast. We were in Arizona on Wednesday, won it all that night, flew home Thursday, which was awesome. And then the parade was Friday. So it was a really, really quick turnaround. I want to say we had between 500 and 7,000 people, sorry, 700,000, 7,000 would be kind of sad, 700,000 people come to Arlington, which was so special, just having them line the streets. I walked up and down the streets the morning of, and some people even camped out the night before and broke down barricades, which I don't really recommend, obviously, but people did it anyways, and they wanted to get a good spot. And Everyone was so excited to see the players come by. And then Corey Seager had his mic drop moment, and everybody just lost it. So it was a really special day, especially in Arlington, because a lot of people live either on the Dallas side or the Fort Worth side. So the fact that that many people drove in for it was just so telling of how strong our fan base is and how excited people are. Yeah, that's amazing. You know what? You need a little bit of illegal activity to prove that your fans yeah. are really diehard. Just a touch, I mean, you know. People are cutting off the zip ties on signage and climbing up signs and sitting on buildings. And I was like, I don't know about that, but they wanted to see everything and get a bird's eye view, I guess. All's so. well that ends well, right? Um, listen, yeah. Thanksgiving com- is coming up. What What are your Thanksgiving plans, Hannah? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked. So my husband and his family are all from Houston. So we all know how ALCS Game 7 ended. So I'm going to be wearing all of my World Series merch for the entirety of next week and just rub it in their faces. Because I've been hearing all about this rivalry for years and how Houston came out on top. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. But I'll be in Houston, which is kind of ironic for Thanksgiving um, with my in-laws. And then I'll be in California for Christmas. But always love some Thanksgiving. I did not realize that you married into a Houston family. That must have been a very touchy postseason for you. Yes, it was. I was blowing up our group chat because usually it's the opposite way. And my father-in-law was like, oh, I started off because in our team store, we had the ALCS shirts that had our logo and the Houston logo on them. And I sent them a picture and I said, hey, if y'all want to commemorate game seven, I have just the thing for you, but it might be cheaper at the Houston store. And they were like, oh my gosh, of course you went there. And then we started this whole battle about merchandise and how they have all these World Series polos and all this stuff. But it was pretty funny. But yeah, I'll be in Houston for sure, which is very ironic. Um, My now husband, when we first started dating, he came to a Rangers Astros game and wore an Astros shirt because they had won the World Series the year prior. So they were still riding that high. And I gave him fake tickets because I said, I work for the Rangers. You're not wearing anything but either neutral colors or Rangers stuff. So he learned very early on. Tell him. 
Tell them. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, and congratulations to you. Um, it was, you. I thought it was a, such a fun World Series. The Rangers yes. made it even more fun. Um, but enjoy the rest of your offseason. I hope we check in with you soon. Thank you. Great to talk with you. Thanks. Oh my gosh. She is a gem. I'm so grateful that she was able to pop in here, but yeah, guys, uh, we are going to get into some more baseball headlines in just a second, but first let's mention our friends at Breckenridge distillery because I like to live my life hashtag apray anywhere it's a lifestyle they by the way breckenridge distillery still has an incredible incredible contest going on um you still have a little bit of time to enter you can win two tickets to the breckenridge bourbon whiskey suite for the broncos chargers game on new year's eve because of course breckenridge distillery Breckenridge bourbon is the official bourbon of the Denver Broncos, but they are going to hook you up with some tickets. All you have to do is post your favorite Broncos photo on Instagram and Facebook using the hashtag Broncos bourbon. And on December 1st, it's going to be narrowed down to 10 favorites down to the wire guys. Get those entries in now. Um, but yeah, head to the link in the description of this podcast. It's at BreckenridgeDistillery.com, but it'll be a lot easier for you to find it if you click the, click the link in the description of this podcast. Uh, by the way, they've got a new vodka, the Broncos Blizzard, uh, <laughs> commemorating the first white alternate Broncos helmets. That sounds good to me, guys. Uh, check out Breckenridge Distillery products because you can find them in all 50 states. I can grab some for Thanksgiving out here in Charlotte if I want but shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. I pray anywhere. And we should also shout out our friends at Shady Rays. Guys, they have a great Black Friday sale going on right now. It's their biggest sale of the year. So you can get... Yeah, go to their website. But yeah, they've got the most incredible gear. It is built to last. And it's an independent sunglass company too. But they have the best protection plan. If you lose them or break them, they will replace them. Even day one, no questions asked. They, they're here for our clumsy and or forgetful folks. Yeah, wear your Shady Rays with confidence. They have your your back long after you purchase. And even if you buy a pair and you are not feeling them, send them back, just straight up return them or exchange them totally for free within 30 days. You can check out their whole collection at the Park Meadows Mall. They've got a store there or you can shop online like I always do. But Shady Rays is currently in their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. All right. So let's get into some baseball headlines. Ichiro Suzuki still has some, he's still got some gas left in the tank. That's for sure. He pitched against the best high school girls team in Japan. Nine innings pitched, allowed five hits, no earned runs, two walks, nine strikeouts through 116 pitches. This man is 50 years old. That I'm wowed that he could still do this. Honestly, 
Like he was topping out at 86 miles an hour. He still has a slider. I think we might, I might have that tweet in the, in the outline. I might not, but yeah, he's still, if not, I'll share it on Twitter. Cause of course, pitching ninja got his hands on the Ichiro slider. Um, uh, yeah. Also, he batted two, recorded two hits. So yeah, he's fifty years old. He could honestly be in a bullpen. Like I would take him in the Rockies bullpen if he wanted to come back. That is incredible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, women, women's baseball is actually gaining exponential popularity in Japan right now. Not women's softball, women's baseball. I think that is so fun. I love this. Uh, I want to see more women in baseball and in softball too. But. This is so fun. I cannot believe Ichiro is still cooking like this. Uh, let me know in the chat if you think he would be a good signing for the Rockies. Um, there was a rumor that the Rockies were interested in Kyle Gibson. That rumor was short-lived because he signed a one-year deal the other day with the St. Louis Cardinals. They've got... Um, They've got some starters that they've just acquired. They just picked up Lance Lynn earlier this week, too. And also, speaking of people formerly associated with the Cardinals, Mike Schilt is the new Padres manager. He was, by the way, one of those National League Manager of the Year winners from just a few years ago when he was with the Cardinals, um, who doesn't work there anymore. Yeah, he joined the Padres last year as an assistant coach, by the way. Hashtag in case you missed it. Uh, this will be his second stint as a manager in the majors. He already managed uh, the Cardinals from 2018 to 2021. He also led St. Louis to two 90-win seasons in two of those full seasons. Because, of course, keep in mind, he had a pandemic-shortened season in there. Uh, but the Cardinals parted ways with him after the wild card birth in 2021. So it really, I think they parted with him a little too soon. I think they really should have just kept him around if they could have, because they're not in good shape now. That's for freaking sure. Um, yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Padres, new manager, Mike Schilt. I think that's a good move for them. I think, I think that it will be a pretty good move for them. Um, oh, it only took a year, but Francisco Lindor has a, he's cleared a debt of his. He owed Jeff McNeil a car. So he had promised his Mets teammate that if he won a batting title, he would get him a car. Finally made good on that more than a year later, got him a brand new Ford Bronco. I I love stuff like this. Um, I will say though, when Nolan Jones had a bet going with Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant made good on that much quicker, much, much quicker. All right. We got some trade rumors. We'll like, we'll visit the rumor mill in just a second, but I... I'm going to address some of the comments so I can already tell some of these are real wild. Uh, Eric, Eric did ask earlier in the chat, are we going to do live Rockies podcasts in December? Absolutely. We are doing live podcasts more live than not live. I promise. We'll probably have some pre-recorded shows for you, you know, maybe closer to the holidays, but maybe not. You, you won't know until it's happening. 
I won't know until it's happening because I, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. But we will still have live shows almost every freaking day. Don't you worry. Um, these are some, oh my gosh, is that Joe in the chat? Thankful we got to meet this year. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the fam. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Joe. You're great. Um, all right, Eric in the chat. I think that was really stupid for the Cardinals to fire Mike Schilt. What do you think? Yeah, I think, it, I think they parted with him too soon. I think they were doing well. I think they, it seems like they expected more than the team getting in with a wild card win over winning the national league central. It seemed like they just wanted more, but what they got was less. I think they should have stuck with him because he brought that team to several 90 win seasons. And that is huge. I, I mean, we as Rockies fans would kill for a 90 win season right now. My gosh, we would kill for a wild card birth. So the fact that they parted with a guy when all he was able to accomplish was a visit to a wild card game. No, they they parted with him too soon. I, I think this will be a good move for the Cardinals. Tell me if I'm wrong, though. The comments are always open. I have bad takes all the time, but I think this is a good one. I think this is a good one. But yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I put this out there at the start of the show. Let me know what you're thankful for, either baseball-wise or, or otherwise, but we got a lot of really good comments in the chat here. Let's get into the rumor mill, the transactions or things that people are buzzing about right now. No big, this has been a really quiet week in terms of baseball transactions. Really like the biggest move was Kyle Gibson, I guess. There you go. But there's a rumor. There's a rumor that Bo Bichette is, um, the Chicago Cubs are interested in Boba Shett, is what I meant to say. Uh, Matt Cozy of Locked on Cubs reported this first, hearing rumors that the Cubs have talked to Blue Jays about Bichette. He would play third base for the Cubs. Uh, but Bichette has also signed through 2025, so he could bring a really big return back to the Toronto Blue Jays. Also, I think it would be so much fun if we saw Bo Bichette play at Coors Field a little more. Because if he's in the National League, we'll see him a couple of times a year, and I think that's so fun. I think Bo Bichette deserved to spend more time at Coors Field because of his, you know, his family. Because of his family. There's another rumor that the Dodgers are seriously interested in signing both Otani and big international free agent Yamamoto. So by the way, everywhere that Yamamoto has played, he has won it all, which is very impressive. Um, national champion in Japan, an Olympic gold medalist. And of course, Japan won the world baseball classic this earlier this year. That was earlier this year. That feels like forever ago. So we will see. They probably could afford it. They probably have the cachet to be like, we are winners in general, even though we've only won this one season in recent years and, or this one world series in recent years. And it was the, the Mickey mouse world series. But yeah, there's another rumor though, that Shohei Otani will take secret meetings with teams and it will be held against a team. If it's leaked, 
that Shohei took a meeting with them. If this is true, this is fantastic. This is like Taylor Swift status right here. You can only pull this off if you are the biggest star. And I love that he's, if this is true, I love that he's setting a boundary being like, do not advertise that I am talking to you. Just let me talk to you. Otani is one of the most fascinating people on earth. And I love that. Um, Eric in the chat, I think Todd Helton will eventually get in the hall of fame. What do you think? I really think it's going to be this year. We have to remember he was 11 votes shy of getting that 75% vote this year. So I think 2024 is the year that he becomes a hall of fame inductee. I think it's going to happen. I really do. Oh, yes. Will in the chat. Matt Holiday now on the Hall of Fame ballot next to Todd Helton. We are now old as fuck. Yeah, we are old as fuck. When I saw Matt Holiday's name on the ballot, I was that that one hit me. I was like, no, no, no. This is too soon. He's too young. He could still play if he wanted to. He was not playing that long ago. Oh, my gosh. He's great. He's great, too. This is going to be fun. I'm excited for, I'm excited for Hall of Fame voting season. And we're, of course, we're going to have a party at the bar too for that uh, vote announcement day in January. I think it's January 24th. Don't quote me on that. Keep an eye on our Twitter <laughs> or Google it on your own. Uh, Monfort sneaking Otani into Columbine Steakhouse. <laughs> that would be such a great, such a great visual. I wonder, I, I really wonder. I really wonder. Oh my gosh. It's been, by the way, if you've been watching us on YouTube, it has been so dreary in my makeshift studio because it's been so dark out. It's been rainy out. The light finally came out. So now I don't look like I am just like sitting at a dark computer. It was a really weird look. <laughs> now it's looking a little better. Uh, any other rumors? I think that's it on the rumors right now. I think that is it. Guys, before we part ways, I got to tell you about DNVR's huge Black Friday sale. The sale starts on Friday. Goes from the 24th to the 27th. Shirts are up to 90% off. Team gear, at least 20% off. DNVR gear, 33% off. Hats and hoodies, $10 off. And if you spend $75 or more, you will get a $15 gift card that you can either include in the gift or you can keep it for yourself and get yourself some sick gear whenever you want. I think this is such a great deal. Some restrictions apply. There's also some more to it too. So head to dmvrlocker.com, take a peek, start picking stuff out because the sale starts on Friday. All right, guys, I am so, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that we got to spend a whole Rocky season together. I am so grateful. Um, <laughs> I am so grateful that I'm not streaming from my parents' basement. James in the chat says, it's okay if you're streaming from your parents' basement. We still love you. It was definitely giving parents' basement in not a good way. No, I'm upstairs. I am in like the nice home office that belongs to my brother-in-law. Uh, because that's where I'm at. I'm at my sister's. If you missed, oh, I feel, I feel bad if you joined late because you missed Bradley joining the show, my adorable nephew who just turned a year old yesterday. He had so much to say, and he's also a future lefty pitcher. He's left-handed. We're going to be millionaires. I can't wait. 
Guys, I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm grateful that we get to do this every day with you guys. This is my favorite job that I've ever had. So it's so much fun. I <laughs> thank you. Uh, I love that we get to do this. And uh, I'm grateful for Alyssa, our producer, who is crushing it today. And of course, you know, crushes it for literally everyone else. She is running all of our shows. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful. What can I say? But all right, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up because I have 10 pounds of potatoes to peel at dawn tomorrow. So I really do have to get going. Make sure you follow, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Follow at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter for all of the latest Rockies news, all the latest baseball headlines and more. Um, and you know what I like to say about closing out a show? I say, fuck it. We ball fam. I will talk to you guys. I don't know when I'll talk to you, but Patrick will definitely talk to you on Black Friday. Have a good Thanksgiving. We all silly like the mayor. 